Hey, everybody. I wanted to talk today on the podcast about really how to slay six-figure sales. And I think that there's a lot of people teaching a lot of things. So there's a lot of options. There's a lot of things that you can be doing. There's a lot of things you can try. Um, what I wanted to do today was just kind of share like what I do and what has worked really, really well for me over the past 20 years um, in my business, as well as what's worked really well for my clients when it comes to generating six, multiple six. Some of my clients are even doing seven figures. And it's just really looking at like, what does it really take to do that, to create those kind of results without dying and burning yourself out and being glued to your computer every day and being in the DMs, sending all these weird stranger danger DMs every single day or being on sales calls all day, every day. Like, what is it really, what can it look like? What does it get to be like? Um, and, and also get the results that you want without having to do the things you don't want to do, right? And so for me, business is a lot of fun. I really enjoy my business. I love what I do. I love how I do what I do, right? Like I like that I can say, I don't want to do sales calls. And so I don't. And I don't. I haven't done a single sales call in many years. I don't need to because I chose not to. And that was my decision, right? So I love that I can make a choice. I can make a decision and it just is. And um, I think that that's something that a lot of us don't tap into quite enough in our business is like, we just have this idea that in order to create X result, insert whatever your goal is, like I have to do this big long list of things of these like to do's and like in order for me to get results and have what I want, like that's what I have to do. And it's just, I want to kind of have this shift, like it gets to look however you want it to look and it gets to be however you want it to be. Your business is going to be whatever you say it is. It's going to be whatever you decide. And so if you don't like the way you're operating in your business, if you don't like the way your business is set up, if you don't enjoy what you what you do in order to create the results you want, then you have to change that. You have to make the decision that it doesn't have to be that way and it gets to be however you want it to be. And by no stretch of the imagination does this mean we don't need to do work and we don't have to put in the effort and we don't have to do some things that, you know, might be scary, uncomfortable or less desirable, but it means that we are the operators of our business. We are the boss. Like we get to decide how the things are going to get done. The things need to get done, but we get to decide how those things look and how that feels for us, right? Like all the things that operate a business still have to be done, right? Like you have to show up. You need to be powerful and confident and consistent in showing up in your content in how you show up. You have to sell every day because we don't run charities. We run businesses. So yes, you do need to sell every day. Um, you, you know, you need to build relationships because we have over 3 billion people on the internet, more than we've ever had ever before. And people don't care about anything as much as they do a relationship with people. They want to build that with you. They want that. People crave it. Um, so yes, you do need to do that. Yes, you need to grow your audience every day. I don't care who tells you otherwise, your sales pipeline will dry up. There are fundamentals of business, not just online, but in general, a, how that like a business that is successful needs to have in place. And absolutely, you need to be doing those things. You or someone on your team, they have to be done, but you get to decide how those things get done and what that looks like. 
right? I have clients who are like, yep, I don't want to send DMs. And so we create a strategy for them where they're not doing DMs, like they're not sending out DMs. Instead, we create a strategy for them that has people sending them the DM, or they don't want to do a a single sales call. So we will set up systems and we will set up certain uh, applications and qualifications and different types of uh, elements in their business where um, they can bypass a sales call. Like the people don't even need a call. They're ready to go. Um, so again, it gets to be however you want. We have people who do organically, Jen. That's my specialty. We have people who do paid advertising. That is not my specialty. But we have people who do different things in their business based on how they want to operate their business. So yes, the things need to get done. The work has to happen. The effort needs to be there. But you as the business owner get to decide how that looks and how that feels. It's just coming down to you getting the clarity on that and then making the decision. And then you need to follow it through, right? So I wanted to share that because I want you to understand, like I, I've been doing this for 20 years. I've worked behind the scenes of multimillionaires uh, in our coaching space. And I, I've seen it all. I see how the businesses operate. I see the different elements. I see all the things. Like I've done this a long time. And I have found just ways that really work for me and, um, and I own them. I'm really, I'm really behind them. I own them. I was the one that made the decision on it. And I think that that has been, um, not only the most, the, like the most founding factor of why I'm able to have such quick success in my business over and over again, but I think it's also why I enjoy my business so much, right? Because it's fun. Okay. So how to slay six figure sales online on social media. Okay in what people are calling a very crowded space. It is pretty crowded. However, there's so much more opportunity than ever before. Um, So I think the first thing is having a schedule, a CEO schedule. And I don't mean like a to-do list. Like I don't typically operate from like a to-do list because I don't think checking boxes is what creates success. I don't see any millionaires checking boxes. Um, I've worked with them and they're not checking boxes. So I don't think it's about a to-do list. I don't think it's about, oh my God, if I can check this many boxes by the end of the day, like, yes, you know, I accomplished something. But I think it's about efficiency and it's about um, effectively understanding what it takes to create the result that you want. And then getting that thing done with, you know, as much uh, effectiveness as possible. So for me, when I think about my CEO schedule, I think about doing the right things really well and versus doing a lot of things half-assed. So for me, it's not about a checklist. It's like, I know what creates money in my business. I know what brings in new leads in my business. Like, I know what I need to do to create a certain result. If I want to have 100 people on my email list by the end of today, I know what I need to do to do that. Like I know what my focus needs to be and I know what I have to go do to generate that result in my business. If I want to have a sale today, which we generate a sale every day in my business, it might be from our passive funnels. It might be from someone sending us a DM. It could be someone hitting a sales page. It could be any of our offers, but we generate a sale every single day. Most of that happens on automation, but if I want to up that and I want to generate more sales today, I know what I need to go do and I know what I'm willing to do to make that happen. I'm also just equally as clear on what I'm not willing to do and what I'm not going to do, 
to make that happen. And so that helps me narrow my focus, right? For some people, a lot of the people that come to me, um, they're doing everything. They're, they have spread themselves so thin and have exhausted themselves to the point where they resent their business, their clients. They don't even love their business anymore. They're not even having fun. Um, and they're also not getting results because of that. And so a lot of people that come to us are spread, have spread themselves so thin because they're trying to be everything to everybody. They're trying to create 500 pieces of content every week. They're trying to be on every platform that is trending. And what they're doing is chasing the trends and they're chasing strategies. They're not, they're not efficiently going after results. They're chasing strategies and trends. I don't go with the trends, right? Like when Clubhouse came out, it was this big thing for like 30 days. You don't even really hear much about it anymore. It's not that it's not a good platform. People use it and get results from it. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is it's a trend. It comes and it goes. Trends come and go. Trends come and go, right? Like that's a trend. A trend is something that comes and then it goes. It fades in, it fades out, and new things come in. And a lot of the people that come to me are chasing those constantly. Oh, there's a new platform I need to be on there and I got to redo all of my content from the past five years to make it work on that platform. And like the things you're doing on the current platform are not working. And it's like, if you're not getting results from the thing you're doing now, what makes you think you're going to get results on that platform? Like it's, it's obviously and clearly something that you're doing, right? Or not doing. So I think it's important to be very clear on what are your goals every day? What is it that you want to um, accomplish? What is it that you want to see happen? And not just having the clarity on what you want to have happen, but like, what are you excited to go do to make it happen? Not what do you have to go do? What are you excited to go do to make that goal happen? And I think just bringing more excitement and in, in, uh, maybe alignment into your business is going to make the things more fun. If I wake up and say, oh, God, I have to do insert 10 things from a checklist, uh, that does not feel good to me. And chances are, I'm going to say, you know what, but first, I need to go do this and this. And I'm going to create a list of fun stuff to go do because I don't want to deal with the to-do list in my business. So it's not about a to-do list. It's like, what do you want? So for me, at the end of each day, for me, what matters to me is that I can say, I feel accomplished. I feel good about what I focused on today. I feel good about what I produced today because it's up to me to get results in my business, not up to anybody else. I feel good about where I put my focus and attention today, how I showed up in the things that I did today, and what I accomplished. If I go to bed and I'm stressed out because I hit 10 of the 300 things on my to-do list that needed to get done today and because someone said so or because I think so, and I haven't reached my goals again another day, that doesn't feel good. And you're literally going to just bring that energy into each day where every single day is that same thing, right? And, and that's what we call a cycle. Right? You can have good cycles in your business and you can have bad cycles, but you create those cycles, right? One way or another, you've created the cycle. 
It isn't a strategy that's created your lack of results. It's not your coach. It's not a lack of knowing how to do more things. It's that your focus is all over the place and you're not dialed in and you're not bringing fun into your business. You're not bringing things into your business and building a business that supports the lifestyle you want to have and that is fun for you. And so you're not, you know, and, and it's not a deflection. Like you can't put this on other people. Like we create the results or lack thereof, but we also create the experience in our businesses, right? So for me, it's important that I feel good and accomplished at the end of my day. I feel like I did what I needed to do, what I wanted to do. I got the results that I wanted. Um, I know I showed up powerfully and consistently and confidently. I did the things I had to do and I own every bit of that. I don't put my results in anybody else's control or hands. I own that totally. And that makes me feel really good at the end of the day. Okay. So part of what I do, I have a couple things. One is self-care. It's important to me that I don't jump out of bed and run to my business, which I have my days. I have my days where I do do that. And it it just never feels good at the end of the day that I did that and put my self-care on the back burner. Um, So for me, if going to bed at the end of the day or ending my day, wanting to feel really good about it, I know that part of what I need to do is take care of myself because if I don't and I put that on the back burner and skip it, at the end of the day, that's going to be on my list of not feel goods, right? Like that doesn't make me feel good. So um, I don't have like, I don't get up and like meditate. That's just not for me. I think that it's finding something that feels good for you. So I do little things like I love my coffee in the morning. If I can have my coffee and journal and just like I have, um, I use the Healthy Chicks um, card deck and I got it on Amazon and I I have all kinds of card decks though because I use different ones, but I love theirs too. I love a card deck. It's like a guide for journaling. And so they give you prompts, they give you an inspired little, you know, phrase or whatever and an action step. And I like that because it's, it's just, it's a guide for me for journaling. So I have, that is one slide deck I have, and then I have a few others. Um, and I like to use those, um, and have my coffee in the morning and do a little journaling just to get my mindset in the right place and just to like recommit. So something I teach my clients is like, you're going to commit to your business, but then you have to recommit every day because this shit is hard and you're not always going to be motivated and you're not always going to want to do the things and things aren't always going to go your way. And so part of, of keeping your head in the game and keeping momentum going is going to be recommitting every day to your initial commitment, right? That's just part of it. You ask any millionaire in the world and they will tell you they recommit every day. And so, um, and I've, I've not only learned this through just my own being in business for 20 years, but working with other multimillionaire coaches, I have learned that that is also something they do. So I know that, you know, success leaves clues. Um, and so that is very important. Um, and I have found it to be a rock for me as well. And so, you know, you're recommitting every day. And so for me, part of my journaling is just getting my mind in the game, remembering why I'm doing what I'm doing and knowing and reminding myself that everything that I need is available. It's on its way. It's coming. Like I just need to show up confidently, consistently and powerfully every day. And like the things will show up for me. As long as I do my part, the universe will do their part. The strategy will do its part. The results will show themselves as long as I do my part. And I do it well. I do it well with confidence, with clarity, conviction, resilience, power, 
all of that, right? Um, I know that if I do that, which is my part, that the results have to show because it's proven, it's science, it's math, it's just the way it works, right? So I do my part and I know what my part looks like and I know what it needs to require and I do it. And I do it in a way that feels good. I do it in a way that's exciting. I do it in a way that is effective and quick. So it just gets the job done and I can go about my life. Um, So for me, journaling and just getting grounded on that reminder and recommitting and getting excited to go be in my business is how I start my day with my coffee. (laughs) My coffee is my staple. And so um, that's how I start my day. I also take frequent breaks, but I also don't work all day. So I take frequent breaks when I feel like I need a break. If I feel like I've been sitting here for a while, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go move around. If I'm doing boxers with clients, I walk and talk. I learned that from my past mentor. She's like, that's the motto, walk and talk. If you're talking, walk. Um, Anytime you're talking with clients and and prospects, walk. And so boxers on my phone, I can take it outside. Um, and I can walk around my acreage and I can walk my dogs. I can go sit out in the sun. I can go for a walk and talk at the same time. It's a way to just unplug, get air, get some fresh, you know, get some sun, get some fresh air, a new perspective, just reset the energy, move the body. It just does so many things versus I just sit and sit and sit and sit. Um, my creativity and my energy just drops the more that I do that. So I know for me, I just can't sit at my desk all day. I got to get up and do other things. Um, I also love to cook and I love to eat. So um, I like to make sure that I carve out, you know, an hour or so for my lunch every day. It's actually in my calendar. It's non-negotiable for me. I'm not working during that time. I'm not doing boxers. I'm not doing anything. I'm cooking. I'm eating, um, usually with my daughter because she's here at home doing her school at home. And so we'll have lunch together. And in the summer, we sit outside and we do lunch. I work outside a lot in the summer. I find ways that work for me. Another thing is I love music. So I love to go for a ride. Um, I didn't buy a new vehicle to sit in the driveway. So I love to go for a ride. And especially when the sun is out and it's beautiful and the birds are chirping, I like to go get a coffee. I, I treat myself to a coffee. I go for a ride. Um, I'll listen to podcasts on my, my vehicle. I'll plug it into my phone, listen to podcasts, or, uh, I'll listen to something inspiring and I'll bring her, you know, a notebook or something and maybe, maybe journal. Sometimes I don't, sometimes I just sit and listen. Sometimes I drive. Sometimes I'll just listen to music, get all excited and all these ideas will start coming and I'll just jot them down. And that's a way for me to reset. And then when I come back to the office, um, you know, I feel kind of like almost refreshed, like I'm starting over. And so I do little things like that. My self-care is very important to me. And it's not just a morning routine. It's in the morning before I start my day. It's midday after I've been going for a few hours. It's at the end of the day again. Um, It's multiple times throughout the day. I give myself that permission to step away, which I never used to do. I was the person, I'm not kidding you, where I was in bed with the laptop, at the dinner table with my phone, Um, I was cooking supper on my phone. I was working on the weekends. I was plugged in 24-7, like literally. We couldn't do anything as a family without me buried in my phone, working, or afraid I was going to lose a sale. Like it was very, very bad. And I did that for a lot of years. And so I've just, um, you know, I, I just got to the point where I had to recommit to myself 
that that wasn't sustainable or healthy and I didn't enjoy it. I started to feel like my business was like a job and it was a job I did not like and I didn't want to go to every day. And I found myself being like, I'd wake up in the morning and instead of having gratitude for like, my whole family is alive today. We are awake. We are all alive. We are healthy. We've all opened our eyes. We're breathing. Instead of having gratitude, I would have this big sigh of like, ugh, I got to work. And I remember saying that to myself actually every day for months. Oh, I got to go to work. And it was like, work? Like, this is my creation. Like, this is my business. Like, I created this shit. Like, why am I not excited? And that for me was unacceptable. When I started feeling like that and realizing that I was feeling that way and saying that, that's when I knew something had to change. Okay. So number one, you need to figure out for yourself what your self-care routine needs to be. Now, when I was first starting my business, I had two toddlers as a single mom. I had a little tiny baby on the boob, breastfeeding, and I had a little toddler running around. And um, granted, I run a tight ship, so my kids are pretty well behaved. (laughs) Um, I've never really had a hard time running my business with little ones because they, I had, I, I just run a tight ship. I have rules and I speak once and like, that's it. Like, that's just how it is. Um, that, that's me though. That's not everybody. And I understand that, but my kids don't run my house ever. They've never run the show. Um, that is just something that has been the way it is. It's just like, I run a tight ship and my kids don't rule my home. Um, if I say something, that's just what it is. And so I was very fortunate to instill that in the kids when they were first born. Um, However, that doesn't mean there wasn't crying children waking up from a nap in the middle of coaching clients or a hungry baby or a child that just fell and bumped their head. Like things happened. Um, My kids were well behaved, but things happened. I mean, we're humans, right? And so when those things would happen, um, you know, I had to be gentle with myself and understand that. I'm running a business and I'm also taking care of two kids by myself, right? Like single mom over here, running a business and I'm taking care of two kids in a house by myself. And so I just had to be gentle with myself that um, I had to, you know, like I had to understand life is going to happen and I'm not going to apologize because of that, because it's happening to everybody. And so when you accept that you chose to have kids and you chose to also start a business. When we make that decision, because that's what it is, we just need to accept that it's not gonna be perfect and we need to accept that it's not always gonna go our way and that things are gonna happen, right? And instead of getting stressed out about it, we accept like, oh, this is what it is, right? So when when I was coaching clients and a baby would fall, um, I had to tend to that baby and I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Just, just one quick second, right? Like it is what it is, right? Like it is what it is. The other thing is you learn your kid's schedule and you build your calls and your business around it. Um, and so after a while I felt bad always having to be like, oh my gosh, to my client paying clients, hold on a second. Like, so what I would do is I reschedule calls and put them at times when I knew my kids would be napping or my mom could maybe watch my, my kids for an hour or um, we could be outside like in a fenced area and they could play while I was doing it or um, they were napping or watching TV and having a snack or eating their lunch or, you know, whatever it had to be. Um, I made it work, right? Like I figured out their schedule and their routines and how can I make this both work versus getting stressed out 
when I'm the one that made the decision to not get a job and to start a business with two kids at home. Like, right. I have clients who have five kids and they run their businesses and they have part-time jobs, right? Like they're bosses, they're running the shit because that's their choice. And so they're not going to beat themselves up every day over a choice they're making. They're going to embrace it and they're going to find a way to make it work. Right. So I think that that is just important. Um, the other thing is I time block. I time block everything. Um, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to feel restricted. But I'm going to tell you, with structure comes freedom. Ask any millionaire. With structure comes freedom. When you have predictability and structure and systems and organization in your company, your business runs smooth. Er, I'll say, smoother. It runs better. It runs smoother because it's predictable. It's organized. Um, for me, I don't like to wake up in the morning and look at my computer and say, what am I doing today to get sales? Am I even going to get a sale today? How am I getting sales today? I don't even know what I should do today. Should I like write a book? Should I go read? Like, I don't even know what I'm doing today. You're a boss. You run a business. You need to know what you're doing every day, right? Like that's non-negotiable. You can't wake up in the morning and be like, I have no clue how to run my business today and just keep doing that and expect results to happen. If you don't know like what you're doing or what you need to be doing, you need to get a mentor, period. Like, I mean, cause you could spend five years trying to figure it out or wasting time. Like if you chose to be a business owner and run a business and you don't know what you need to do to get results and you don't know how to set things up and you don't know what needs to happen every day and you're just like getting up every day, day after day, like running around, not sure what to do, you need to get a mentor. Like you need to get someone who can help you because that that's not, you know, you could do that for years. Like I did it for five years. For five years, I tried to figure it out and piecemeal it. And in 30 days, working with a new mentor, she tripled my income and helped me hit 30K months. I spent five years just trying to get to 10K and I couldn't do it. And in 30 days working with her, I was doing 30K. I was like, what? And she trimmed like 10 hours a week off my list. I, I mean, it was it was crazy. That's when I knew like, wow, you know, success re requires speed. Success requires speed. You can fail for a very long time or you can speed fast forward really fast. It's totally up to you. Again, it's a choice, right? Some choose to just struggle. Um, I time block everything because my time is my money. My time is the one thing I can't get more of and I can't get it back once it's gone. And I'm very strict on my boundaries and I don't give my time freely, right? Like, I'm not getting on a sales call with anybody, so don't ask because I'm not. Um, if you want to know how to work with me, you can send me a direct message. If you want to know about my programs, you can send me a message. I'll send you to my sales page. You can read the sales page. Everything you need to know is on the sales page. You can fill out an application. If you qualify, I'll let you know. If you don't, I'll let you know what the next steps are. Like, I don't need to be on sales calls, and I'm not going to be, and, and that's a decision I've made. So I know that if I'm not doing sales calls and I'm not sending direct messages to people, and I'm not quick pitching and ditching all over the place, then what am I doing? And I know what I need to do from my goals and my lifestyle to generate the results that probably those things would produce, right? If I was hustling around all day. So um, you want to time block the, the money activities, right? So I time block my organic lead gen, right? I spend about 30 minutes a day doing organic lead gen, 
I bring in about anywhere from 150 to 300 new leads every week to my email list, 100 leads a week to my Facebook group. It takes me 30-ish minutes a day. Um, and then I have systems in place that are automated. So when people come into my space, I'm not manually having to do those things. Um, and my content, I spend about an hour a week on my content. Um, and it is very strategic. It's very intentional. It builds trust really, really fast with my audience. And it has them sending me direct messages. It has them checking out my sales page, sending me direct messages, asking me for if they can fill out an application, asking me about how to work with me, asking me about my programs, buy-in, all that stuff, right? Like I know what I need to do to get the results that I need in my business or that I want. I know what needs to happen and I time block those things so that I'm not stuck sitting here at my desk checking off, ticking off check boxes all day um, and then being broke at the end of the day. If I don't get a sale every day, then I didn't do my job today as a business owner, right? Like there's no business in the world that does not generate sales every day uh, or it's not a business, it's not an established business, right? So for me, I do the things that need to happen and I do them very strategically, very intentionally and very effectively so that I can get in and get out, okay? Um, And this looks different. Like all my clients, this process looks entirely different for all of them because they have different businesses, like their niche is different. Their goals are different. Their lifestyles are different. The strategies they choose to use are different. Their mindsets are different. Their availability is different. It looks different for all of them. And we customize this, like what needs to happen each day to get where you're trying to go. We customize the entire process for each of our clients in a way that supports their availability, their goals, and their lifestyle that they want to have. Um... So again, that, that's huge. So that's number one is a, just having a slay in your CEO schedule. Number one, you need to run your business like a fucking business. You don't run a charity. You have a business. Run it like a boss, right? Um, own that shit. That's number one. The second thing is I have repeatable revenue streams. So I never used to automate and actually I used to be against it. Um, I used to feel and think like everything you do needs to be manual. It needs to be high touch. It needs to be front facing. You just need to be like a part of everything gone in those days. Um, and, and I don't believe that and I don't do that anymore. And my automated funnels have been probably the best thing I've ever, best decision I've ever made in my business because it allows me to go a hundred percent in the high touch areas that do need me to be available and that do need my attention, such as coaching with my clients, such as um, being interviewed on other podcasts or collaboration opportunities, such as um, being the creator of my content in my company. Um, you know, the things that need my me to do those things, I'm 100% available. Whereas before when I was doing every single thing in my company manually, and everything depended on me, I was always spread so thin that I was overworked. I was stressed out. I was underpaid. I was desperate. My energy was off. I looked exhausted. I couldn't think straight. Um, I was always stressed. Like there's a long list of things. And when you have people reaching out to you, wanting you, wanting to partner with you, wanting to work with you, wanting to interview you, you have client prospects reaching out, wanting to know about your programs and you're stressing the fuck out. Like at the end of the day, um, you know, your results reflect that. And so 
uh, for me, it was like, you know, there are areas of the business I believe should be automated um, it, because they're being done over and over and over and over every time. It's like automate that, right? Especially when it's something that's being done the same way every single time, right? Like my clients will come to me and they're manually sending contracts to new clients. It's like, no, we're not, not anymore. Like automate that. Why are we doing that? Or they're sending welcome packets and welcome emails manually. Nope, we're automating that now, right? Like, and there's parts of the sales that should be automated. Um, I'm not going to sit here and, and wake up every day and know that every sale that comes through my business today is only going to come through if I'm manually working, if I'm manually doing something. Like that does not make sense for my lifestyle. Um, and that also does not feel good for me. I don't want to do that, right? I enjoy waking up and seeing notifications on my phone that multiple sales came in while I was sleeping. I enjoy waking up and seeing Instagram and Facebook DMs of people who are like, I read your post, I read your thing, I watched your video, I went through your workshop, whatever, and I wanna know how to work in your pro or work with you. How do I join your program? What's the process? What's the steps? What do I gotta do? How do you take my money? I enjoy things like that. And I enjoy waking up that way, experiencing that throughout the day, and then having that at the end of the day versus me chasing and chasing and chasing and chasing. Right. So um, I have repeatable revenue streams. I have a couple of different types of funnels and um, my onboarding, my enrollment for new clients, all of that is 100 percent automated. Um, and then I have automated funnels for sales. Um, so I have a couple of different funnels. Um, yeah. And then I'm only doing like very minimal stuff live. So 90 percent of things are automated these days in my business. Ten percent are from me and or team, something like that, right? Um, so that's the second is a repeatable revenue stream. Um, I like to have recurring like revenue that's coming in on automation. Again, I just want to know it's predictable. I don't want to chase sales, right? Um, and then the other thing is I have my live conversion events, which I compound on top of my repeatable revenue streams, which are my automation. Um, I do live stuff, right? Like I just did a workshop last week. We did a four day workshop. I do those maybe two or three times a year, maybe. Sometimes it's just one or two times a year. Um, I will do a live workshop or um, conversion event like that one to three times a year. The rest is automated. And then I do throughout the year, I will do like a, um, like a, a webinar or I'll do like a, a one 45 minute masterclass um, or something like a workshop. I will do those throughout the year, which I call those promo cycles. I will do those throughout the year um, just because I don't do a lot of live conversion events. So I will do some live promo cycles um, a few times a year, um, which generate sales as well. And then again, all of this is on top of automated sales and funnels. Um, we'll do those. And those are for like our signature programs. Or if I have a new idea for a course or a program that I want to launch, I'll usually do, um, you know, like a promo cycle or something to sell into that. Um, but once we have webinars that convert well or masterclasses that convert, we put those in an automated funnel. And then we, um, we can do those free or paid. So sometimes we'll charge for those and new people will come in and they'll buy those. And then we'll sell them into our higher ticket programs or our group signature program. Uh, sometimes we'll just give them free and people will opt in and then we'll sell them. Um, but either way, eventually at some point, those usually become replays. Once we have them, we've done them live and they're converting well, we'll put them as a replay. We'll put it into a funnel 
and we'll give that stuff away to everybody free. We'll give anything away for free if it means we're adding 300 people a week to our email list. I'm a-okay with that, right? A-okay with that. And then we have a really good high, I mean, we're doing pretty good with our conversions in our funnels right now. Um, and uh, we're still testing stuff, but they're, they're working pretty well. Um, and then of course our content, my content, I spend about an hour a week. I put out one, maybe two pieces a day, depending on how I'm feeling. And it's always intentional. If I post it, it means something to me. I, if I, if I posted it, then it means something to me. Otherwise I wouldn't post it. That's my new motto for content. I'm not going to put anything out there that doesn't mean something to me. Um, it's always intentional. It's always strategic. It always has a call to action. And so every day I sell, I give great value, but I also sell every day because there's people in my audience and people in your audience that might be silently watching your stuff and they see you and they're paying attention and they're curious. But if you don't let them know you have something, well, then they don't know you have something to sell um, or a way to help them. Right. So I don't look at selling like I wake up every day and sell my offer. I wake up every day and I solve problems. So I'm selling solutions. I'm not selling my offer. I'm selling solutions. And you can't sell a solution to anyone who doesn't want it. So that makes sales feel really good to me because that means that I am just putting a solution out there. And the people who want a solution or want that solution, then they will reach out. And I trust that process and I stay behind that process and that feels good to me. Um, and so I put content out that builds trust fast. It shares only my personal experience. I don't make judgments of other people. I share my experience or my clients. That's a human behavior way of selling. And then people with a good call to action. And then people reach out to me based on what that call to action was. Okay. Um, that is literally my process. I work three, four hours a day. Um, sometimes a little bit more because I, you know, if I'm working with my clients and we're doing something special, um, but you know, it, it's a very strategic, it's a very intentional, it's organized, it's time blocked. Um, I know exactly what I need to do every day to create the results that I want. And I put my focus there and then other stuff can come after that. So that's another tip that I think has worked well for me is usually the things that produce the results are the things that we avoid doing. And we deflect with like, oh, I have to create a sales page. So once I create a sales page, then I can sell. No, actually, that's wrong. You need to go sell first. Like, why are you creating anything if you're not selling? Um, so that's a deflection. That's just like, a, a. again, I think a lot of people will avoid the things that they know are going to make them money, that are going to get them results. And they will deflect on those and be like, oh, you know, I can do that. But first, I need to do this long list first. And they'll find themselves in that cycle for a lot of time. And I'm not available to do that anymore because I know that that does not produce the results and I won't feel good about it at the end of the day. So um, again, I think it's just getting clear guys on, you know, what you really want and then what do you need to get there? And I'm telling you, like, if you don't know what that needs to be and you don't know what that looks like, success requires speed. You, it costs you more money to guess and wing it and fly by the seat of your pants and make a bunch of changes you don't know are even the problems and like bounce around and dabble and chase the trends and chase the strategies and the overnight and the tactic and like it costs you more money to do that than it would to just invest in someone who can help you speed the process up and get the, the results happening. It's costing you more money to do that. So 
you know, you, you have to run your business like a boss. A business costs money to run, right? Like it's not free to run a business. Like it costs money. You have to make investments. Um, and I think that that's part of the CEO boss mindset, right? It's like you understand that you're opting in and making a decision to run a business and any business costs money to operate. And so sometimes that's because you have to hire people. Sometimes that's that you need to invest in systems. Sometimes it's you need a mentor because you don't know what the hell you're doing. But whatever it's going to take to get the job done, guys, you have to be all in. Your business isn't going to produce results if you're not all in on all the things, right? So take the you're taking the risks, um, taking the leaps and, and taking action through fears and doubts and concerns and insecurity and all the things like that's all part of what you made the decision to do, which was start a business. And it's all part of it. There's good, there's bad, there's ugly, and you have to be all in for all of it, right? So you have to be willing to do the things that are scary and unknown and maybe didn't, didn't work before. Like I hear that all the time, right? Like, oh, I made an investment before and it didn't work. And like, if you're going to hold that over your head for the rest of your life, you might as well just go get a job because you're never going to invest and get the help you need. Like, you know, there's no one here, there's no one in this world that hasn't made an investment they feel did not pay off or that they feel, you know, like, oh, maybe that wasn't the best decision at that time, but oh, well, like you learn from everything, right? Like you cannot hold the past in your future and make decisions from that place. Like you'll never get where you're trying to go in your business. Um, you have to go all in on yourself. You have to bet on yourself, which means when you make an investment, when you make a decision, you're not investing in someone else or something else to get you results. You're going to get the results through their teachings, through their guidance. You're responsible to get the results. And a lot of times I see entrepreneurs that don't feel confident that they can get the results, even if they find the right help. And so that is mindset that you've got to work on. You have to work on why that's coming up for you and how you can change that, or you're not going to have success in your business, right? This is all part of the CEO mindset and your schedule and knowing what you need to focus on every day. You've got to get your mind in the game. Um, hopefully this was helpful. I went on a little tangent here, but I think it's an important topic of conversation. Um, I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love for you to share this um, episode on Instagram and tag me or on Facebook and tag me if you think that this was helpful. I'd love to hear your biggest takeaway. I'll see you guys soon. Bye.